When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. was really weird. Oh, I'm Ellie and welcome to Good Time, Not A Long Time, where we rant, do random quizzes, discuss the latest news and give out questionable advice. And without wasting any more time, let's get into it. Welcome back. Um, this was really weird. It's just me, all on my own. I've been abandoned for the first time, which I'm quite excited about, but I've been abandoned. Leon is going to see the new Doctor Strange film that I think it came out the other day, to be fair, but it He's going to see that with his family today. And then Tegan is going shopping for a party to get some new clothes. So that's why she's not here. So it's just me and it's going to be a vibe. We're going to do lots of things. And I've told them I'm really excited. And because I've written down everything that I'm going to say and do. Not word for word, but like little notes for myself. And I've just said there's a lot written down. I've got a lot to get off my chest. So yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm excited. I'm thinking like, right, it's first time solo podcast. Let's not. Not, let's not set the bar too high, too high, okay? But I'm excited. I'm really excited. So that's why they're not here this week. Sorry if any of you are disappointed. But yeah, so come along for the journey. So this week, I'm, what was I doing this week? I was in placement in a primary school in year five on my, on my second week. It was it was a fairly good week. The teacher was back in, which was good because she wasn't in last week because she had tonsillitis. So on Friday, normally everyone leaves early because it's a Friday. Well, I say leaves early. They'll leave at like four-ish because it's a Friday. They want to get home. I thought, hmm, I'm going to stay and print off my resources. I'll be gone by like quarter past four. They finished at quarter past three. I'll be here for like an hour. I was there till five o'clock. There were three cars left. One of them was mine. I was like, I should not be here. Not at five o'clock on a Friday. Criminal. But I, I've come to the realisation for two weeks in placement, I have realised it's not the planning that takes a lot of time. When you know what you're doing, that's fine. A Ace it. Great. It's the resources. It's the printing out. It's when you make a mistake on a resource and you printed 33 copies, you have to go back, edit it, reprint it again. Oh, mate. The amount of times I was back and forth to that printer, I wanted to cry. Cry, I tell you. Oh, but anyway, back on placement again. So I'm in a Roman Catholic school. This is my second, second placement. And it's the second like religious school I've been in. I'm like, okay, whatever. They had Easter mass on Friday. Because the teacher explained that they do mass when something big happens. So Easter obviously happens. So they're doing a mass for that. So we went to that. Because it was Roman Catholic, it was a very, very, very long session in the church with everyone there. An hour and a half I sat there. It was a very weird, weird mass. It's the longest mass service church thing I've ever been at. I mean, I, was at, I wasn't here last week because I was at a christening. And I thought that was long. That was an hour. I thought, Christ, no pun intended. I was like, I wanted to die then. But that's... Wow, I felt like I was there all day. And the bad thing was, 
straight after church, we had RE. Fucking hell. And then I did a maths lesson. Oh, and then we had an assembly about RE. Anyway, that's my ranting. That was all in one day. Fucking hell. I also just want to quickly chat about TV shows. Just because I've started several new TV shows and I've still got ones that I've watched, stopped watching. I had long breaks and then started picking back up again. So we obviously know me and Tegan have the regular Grey's Anatomy obsession. And I'm on season 18 with my dad. But we've only got on, because we got it on Virgin, they have only up to 10 episodes. So when we, when we watch the 10th episode, I'll have to ask Tegan for her Now TV login because she gave me her Disney Plus one. So thank you, babes. Bridgerton, I think everybody watched Bridgerton. I've got more to elaborate on Bridgerton because only very quickly, but yeah. And I've now got a new vibe with like animal nature shows. Everyone knows who David Attenborough is, but there's one on Netflix with Barack Obama. And you know what? I think I prefer Barack Obama to David Attenborough. I mean, I love David Attenborough and all his BBC stuff, but like... Barack Obama, his voice just soothes me. Yeah, Obama's voice is just very soothing and I just feel very relaxed and I feel very safe. I'd like to thank Netflix for introducing to me that show. I have no idea what the name is. Actually, I think it's about, I think it's about national parks. I think. I'm pretty sure it is. But, oh, then this is on Disney Plus. Not this, no. The Obama thing is on Disney. Oh my God, the Obama thing. The nature show, that's on Netflix. The thing I'm now watching is on Disney Plus. And I'm designed to relive my childhood with going back to Phineas and Ferb. And my mum and dad, you are not seven. I'm like... Doesn't matter. Phineas and Ferb will never go, not not go away. It will never, I will never tire of it. Like Grey's, like Gavin and Stacey, if you're from the UK. Those shows I could watch forever and ever and never get bored just because they're just, they're so good. There's something in those shows. It's just, mm, chef kiss. Stunning, stunning. Well done, everyone. But yeah, and I just quickly like to go on to the Bridgerton vibe because Leon and Tegan don't watch Bridgerton. So I just need five seconds of your time just to talk about what I thought of season two. Love season one, read the book, read the book of season two. No, read the book of Anthony and Kate Sharma. Oh, mate, the spice. And what did we not get in season two? We did not get a lot of spice. But what we did get was enemies to lovers. That was in book two anyway. But like we got more of that tension building. We were on edge. We were on our, what was it called? We were just on walking on like eggshells. It's like everywhere. It's like, oh, it was really spicy. But anyway, the book will always be superior to any movie or tv series i don't care what you say if you're like oh the movie's better books will movie adaptations of books will always the books will always be better than the movie you you prove me wrong i dare you i can now I'll tell you what was good about the show the chemistry oh mate that tension and and, and was it jonathan? jonathan bailey who plays anthony bridgerton he bridgerton he is gay i mean i i did not know until i went on his instagram i was like this man is not gay but he is gay and i wow, wow what an amazing actor but their chemistry was oh spicy exploring lady whistle down that was spicy in itself i don't want to spoil it because i mean it's been out since january 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 it's been out since january and we're in may now that's mad we're in may the fifth month uh, that gives me the ick but yeah i enjoyed the added drama that wasn't in the book as well like the featheringtons there was a bit of too much of featherington though to be fair but i enjoyed it i enjoyed the added drama like louise and theo that was spicy i enjoyed that and the pda is always appreciated extreme extremely i put in my phone extremely up close and personal in episode seven it really does get really up close and personal episode seven it really does now what i did not enjoy about season two in the book kate is Scared of the thunder because I think it was during, I think it was during a thunderstorm. Her mum, it's really hard to explain unless you read the book. Her mum like died during a thunderstorm and like she, she bolted up before. Oh, it was a whole thing. But like, there's like loads of different scenes in the book where Anthony consult, like 
she's like under a table and she's shaking because it is thundering and Anthony comes to comfort her and they don't have that and I was so annoyed and I just wanted more of her back more of her backstory just a little bit and also this is towards the end of the book so I said I'm not going to spoil I'm going to have to spoil bits but in the series Catherine Sharma is riding her pony and then he I don't know what you call it when he like goes upon his hind legs and she falls off and hits her head and Anthony comes in and saves her in the book it was a carriage and the carriage flips over and Anthony has a and Anthony yeah Anthony has to drag her out and it's oh it's stunning and I am so annoyed that they like that like they cut the carriage scene I mean they paid homage to it in like the introduction they had like if you've watched Bridgerton you'll understand on the tree when they've got like little figures they've got the carriage to you know symbolize it and stuff but I wish we had seen it that's all I wanted I just want I was so excited when I read the book. I thought, oh my God, we're going to get this big carriage scene. There's going to be all this thunder. And we didn't get it. And I was really annoyed. I tell you what, I'm also really annoyed at that. I did not write down. The Edwina and Kate. In the book, they were never angry with each other. But then Edwina got mad at Kate during the wedding. It's a whole thing. But they never had that. I mean, I enjoyed some of it, but some of it I was like, mm, this is pushing it a bit. So I just think we need to work out a, a balance between it. And I was overall, I, just, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I would watch it again. Costumes, the acting, scenery, hair, makeup, stunning. Just chef kiss. Yes. And I've come to the conclusion that my favourite character is Lady Danbury because she's just mega. And if you disagree, I don't want to hear your opinion. Hey, hey. Also, I want to talk about my list of icks. If you don't know what an ick is, it is something that puts you off someone. So someone picking their nose on a date, that maybe may put you off. I mean, it put me off, but no, you don't find them attractive anymore. I feel like I've got a lot of icks I don't know about until I see them, but I've just listed the first five that came to my mind. So this is very prevalent because this happened last night and I thought I need to write this down. People, when they go to a concert, fine, great. A little picture, maybe a video, one or two, fine, I'm not bothered by that. But when they put the entire concert on their Snapchat story or their Instagram story, I don't want to see it. I don't care that you went. I... Fine, you went great, good for you. I don't want to see it though, because I didn't pay for it. I don't want to see that. Oh, and then you have to skip through it all and you're, oh, your thumb gets a cramp and sometimes, oh, mate, nothing grinds my gears more than people putting concerts all over their story. And I just, mm, no, the second one. This happened, not happened, but mm, it did. I've been driving back and forth to placement and I only realised that the people driving in front of you can see exactly what you're doing because you're behind them. So anytime I'm singing a song, I'm very cautious now because someone in the car in front can see that I'm belting out to Taylor Swift all too well the 10 minute version and I am quite mortified Leon said he's like not bothered he will sing his heart out and I'm like good for you but I just don't have the balls to do that and I just feel very self-conscious now when I sing in my car people messaging me via via Facebook tagging me in stuff commenting fine not an issue but if you send a message over Facebook messenger message me on WhatsApp I feel like everyone uses WhatsApp now or, or text messages I don't really to be fair I only text message people if it's like very important otherwise my main communication is probably snapchat and whatsapp so instagram sometimes but not all the time but facebook messenger no that's a whole other kettle of fish and i don't think anybody i just i may delete facebook messenger off my phone because i just don't use it also so this is, this is going to be peak embarrassment now um i'm really out myself on here so um during half term april half term i had two weeks off first week i was working in the nursery with tegan and last week i had a week or obviously i had the last week off before starting placement I thought, oh, I'm going to give myself a nice break before I go into placement eight weeks. So I gave myself a week off. And during that, I rewatched some of my cousin's wedding videos. And by some, I mean two. And my parents as well. So we'll count it as three. 
because I was bridesmaid for them, not my parents, but I watched their wedding videos and then I went into bridezilla mode and um, I now have a wedding book with pictures. It's not complete at all, but it's got pictures in. Flowers I want, cake, what else is in there? Hair, makeup. I want a live painter because I've seen all of the TikTok, but mum was like, that's going to be so expensive, but I really want it. So I went a bit bridezilla. Also, <laughs> uh, I've also got the music for my wedding DVD that I want for each section. Like I've specifically said, I can, oh my God, I'm going to give it to you now. Actually, mm, Can I? Actually, no, I do. Because I made the playlist on Spotify. So this is so embarrassing. I can't, oh wow. I'm really outing myself here on the podcast. I did say it was going to be a long one, guys. Like Leon's not going to be ready for this editing. I'm like, it's going to be really long. But the first song I want, whenever, when the bridesmaids are getting ready, that's how it's going to start. Everyone's getting ready. We're also the brides, the bridesmaids, the mum, my mum, the, my dad. <laughs> I was a lot. That'll be, the, that'll be the first like song. And that's all. And that'll be by All About You by McFly because it's so, it's such a good song. And then the next it will go to the ushers and the groom. It'll be, I wasn't too sure. So I put 17 Going Under by Sam Fender and I thought, tune. Next, this was inspired by Gavin and Stacey chasing cars because if you watch Gavin and Stacey and on Stacey's wedding day, Stacey and Uncle Bryn are driving to the church and Bryn, Uncle Bryn reads a letter that Stacey's dad wrote for her for her wedding day and they play chasing cars as she's walking down the aisle and I just want that moment because yeah. Then... Outside the church, it's then going to be An Everlasting Love by Natalie Coleman. Natalie Coleman? Natalie Coleman. Then, I think when we get to the venue, I think it's going to be Sweet Disposition. I can't think who that's by. Then everyone will do their speeches. There'll be no music over that. And then it'll be all dancey dancey. And I think I'm going to go with Wild Ones by Sia. But yeah, so that's my wedding video playlist. And I'm just, I just know I'm going to be bridezilla. My mum knows this. And she's like, oh, we need to start saving now because you're just, it's going to be so expensive. I'm like, oh no. And I may also have my venue. Um, I pray for the man who ends up with me. And if no man ends up with me, I don't even know what I'll do. <laughs> I'll be fine if no one ends up with me. But then it was, I'll, I'll have a wedding book that's stored in the back of my cupboard and I'll get it out when I'm like 90. I was like, this is what I could have had, but no man ever fell in love with me. Anyway, and there's one more ick. Oh no, I didn't even get onto the actual ick. God's sake. So the actual ick is saying wedding vows. When I was watching the wedding DVDs, I was like, oh no I was like this is mm, this is bad I'm gonna laugh I really don't want to do it I can't think of anything worse than saying wedding vows in front of all your mates because I can just imagine to be fair I don't think Tegan and Leon would be too bad I know who it would be it would be my little seven group there's a little group of seven of us we've all played out since we were little and I can just imagine them lot will be pissing themselves and there's the majority of them are boys so them lot will be weeing themselves in the back of the church and I just don't think I'll be able to concentrate. I don't even think I'm going to be able to do it walking. I think walking up the aisle is going to be the worst bit. I'll be like, where do you look? Because do you look straight ahead or do you look at the people and do you smile? You can't wave though. But like, that's just awkward. And if you trip, oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, you know what? Back on the subject of weddings. I mean, we never went off the subjects. But when I was bridesmaid, first bridesmaid, we were walking back down that aisle. So back out the church and I was not looking. I was stood next to another bridesmaid who was, but we're both cousins of the bridesmaid, but we're not related. And she was like, Ellie, I was like, what? And I stood on the bride's veil and I like ripped it out of her head. And I was like, I am so sorry. And she was like, it's okay. But I was like, eight, nine? I was in year four. So no, I would have been eight. How mad is that? Oh, um, and my last ick, this one. You know what? I think this may take the cake. Apart from the concerts. No, this one, this one really takes the cake. Um, This is specifically about probably boys. Probably boys more in general. If you're like chatting to someone, you're getting to know them. And then they say, what are you doing? But when it's like, why? No. W-Y-D or what you up to? W-U-U-2. No, wait. Yeah. What you up to? Yeah. When they, when they abbreviate it, I'm like, no. That. If you put that and you send that to someone, you can't have a chat with them. You don't have any banter. You don't have any chat outlines. I mean, if that is your conversation starter, get out. There's the door. There's the door. Oh, what's the TikTok? It's like, and you can leave. There's the door. There's the door. 
you're a bitch. But no, I just, I don't even have any other words to say apart from no. It's just, if you think that is not acceptable, if you, if you think that is, oh yeah, I'm defo gonna get with her now because I've said, what are you up to? Nah, you are digging yourself a grave, mate. Anyway, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it for all the general chat stuff. Wow. And I'd also just quickly, very quickly, like to bring back something that Leon has forgotten about, but I have not forgotten because I've been listening to the podcast, podcast season two from the beginning because I'm getting ready for the, because in September it will be two years. So I thought I'll get ahead of myself now and start writing questions because I'd normally do a question for each episode and then knock them back when I don't think I want to use them in the actual two year quiz. Anyway. Oh, what's that noise? It's the fact of the week. Adding that spinning noise, please, if you've still got it. I think Leon's just forgotten about the facts of the week. I've had to remind him many, many a time that like Leon wears the fact of the week. He's like, shit. But I think we've all forgotten about facts of the week. And I don't think that's fair to the facts of the week. So I'm going to bring her back. Maybe for one episode. We'll never know. Anyway, so the fact of the week is goosebumps are meant to ward off predators. So back then, so I think back into ye old times, our coats of body hair, that's with abbreviations, our coat of body hair to capture air beneath it and that way it would retain heat. So obviously when we had, when we were like gorillas and what have you and orangutans and stuff, we had hair all over our bodies and air would get underneath it and it would retain air so we could like retain, retain, retain heat so we could stay warm and stuff. But it also helped our ancestors to appear bigger than they were helping to ward off predators when they were frightened or on defence. So how cool is that? So when you get a goosebumps, just think your ancestors, made, it made your ancestors look bigger than they are to go into battle, <laughs> to trigger their fight or flight. <laughs> there you go. That's what you can think about. But I think it's now time to move on to Nerd Off. Insert music. The colour personality test, it's 25 questions. Okay, you're asked to provide an assessment of a colleague. How would you approach it? Discuss it with them and tell them what you're going to say. I feel like that's the most appropriate. I won't read them all out now, I'll just read out the ones I put. On a plane, do you think you would be best as, I think, co-pilot? I'm not going to say navigator because I feel like I can't really read a sign <laughs> Uh Flight engineer? No. The actual pilot? Mm, my driving isn't great. I can't imagine me driving a plane. Which of these things would make you happiest a quiet contented life i think if you're happy with yourself that's great you've got everything you need if you were climbing a mountain and a member of your team couldn't go on what would you do i'm gonna say split the team up some go down some go up but i wish there was an option for go back down with them because personally i wouldn't be climbing the mountain i'd be like right i'm glad someone else said it i'm going but i'm gonna say split the team up uh, a new system is implemented in your office which of these is most likely to be your reaction reluctant acceptance it normally depends on what it is but it's normally reluctant acceptance it's not you're normally quite wary when something new has been put in right there's an important deadline coming up and it looks like your team might not make it what will you do just keep going you can only do your best yes that's the first answer from what you know of these countries cultures where do you think you would fit in best okay i don't know anything about france china germany or brazil's cultures I'm going to put Brazil just because they have that big carnival bit and that seems like an absolute hoot of a time. Imagine you had to put some furniture together. How would you go about it? Look at the fucking instructions. Yes, follow the instructions to the letter. There is no other way to put something together without the instructions. If you don't use the instructions, you're going to bollock it up. End of story. Which of these things do you value most about employment? Security, probably. In a conversation, what are you aiming for? An agreement. Why not? No. Inspiration. No. 
We're grooming. Uh, you're on the street and you see somebody in distress. How are you going to help them? Get involved and see what you can do. Which of these would you be most satisfied with at the end of a project you were leading that I contributed well? Which of these things do you value most in a relationship? Companionship. How do you think other people would describe you? I'm going to say a good, honest, hard worker. I should hope so. <laughs> anyway, uh, which of these activities might suit you best? Right, right. They're all related to running. Running alone, running with friends, running a relay race, free running. Is it free running is running at walls and stuff? Not running alone. Probably not running with friends. I'm going to say a relay race because I feel like you wouldn't have to run as far. <laughs> I just took the easy option. If anybody at work has made you angry, how do you react? Have a reasonable discussion with them to resolve the problem if you need ideas from your team for a new project how would you oh i don't know what the word says g-a-r-n-e-r i'm gonna put hold, holding an informal meal to brainstorm that sounds cool if you can't find a solution to a problem would it most likely be because i haven't worked on it for long enough probably which of these sorts of cars would you most likely choose suv actually no mm, well i don't really know the other ones single seater sports that sounds stupid yeah i'm just gonna go with suv if a colleague is upset how would you deal with them offer them a shoulder to cry on that's always good uh what is your attitude to workship friendships. They are essential. You know what? I, I think it's good to have people that you enjoy working with. I mean, in placement, I, I really like the staff. None of them seem particularly bitchy. You sometimes can find that in education and childcare and stuff. Sometimes a lot of the people are very bitchy and they'll just start things behind people's backs. But so far, nothing really. Uh, which of these would you say is your greatest fault? I'm inclined to daydream. <laughs> yeah. When you're given a uh, briefing paper, what do you do with it? Read it carefully and act on it. Yeah. On a football team, which of these positions would you suit best? Right, this is American football. I don't know any of these. I'm going to put wide receiver. I feel like they don't have to do much. They're wide. So I feel like they don't have to do much. They don't have to do much. I don't know what that noise was then. If you overheard a colleague talking about you, which of these statements would upset you the most? They're not a team player. I think if someone thought, me, thought that about me, I'd be really upset. And I got blue. You are blue, which in brackets, it says analyze slash organize a personality. You like to collaborate with others and you avoid conflict. That is very, very true. People trust you to get jobs done and will often give you responsibility. You like to be accepted in social and professional circles. You listen to your emotions and are good at observing situations and creating solutions. You are inclined to get caught up with detail and be unwilling to improvise. However, in the right situation, you can be very, you can be a very valuable team member. I'm really pleased with that. I love being organised. I'm very nitpicky when it comes to detail and stuff. But yeah, unwilling to improvise. <laughs> so yeah, I don't like change. I don't like having to think on my feet. That's stressful. Oh, I'm going to take a breather because that was a lot of talking in once. Oh, okay. Now, wait, wait, now let's move on to in what world? In this world. Insert news. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So this week's hot stories, hot stories, hot topics, whatever it is. Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Cinderella to close in the West End. And seven hours sleep is ideal is an ideal amount in middle to old age. Study fans. I'm Ellie and this is In What World. <laughs> this feels really weird. 
Anyway, so the first story, I'm only doing two this week. The first story is Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Cinderella to close in the West End. Right, before I actually read into it, I did see this on TikTok and I thought, oh, you sly dog. Personally, don't have an issue with Andrew Lloyd Webber. I enjoy his musicals, to be fair. I really love Phantom. And speaking of Phantom, I booked tickets to go see that in 2020. Well, in 2019, before 2020, then coronavirus happened. And then the tour for Phantom was like, no, we're not having it anymore. We're not doing, we're not having a tour anymore. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, the curtain is set to come down on Andrew Lloyd Webber's new West End musical Cinderella, just under a year after opening with its final performance set for the 12th of June. In a statement released on Sunday by Lord Lloyd Webber's really useful group, the composer said, mounting a new show in the midst of COVID had been an unbelievable challenge and that a new production of Cinderella would open on Broadway in 2023. There was an astonishment at the way in which news of the show's closure re- the, the show's closure reached current and future members of the Cinderella company over the bank holiday weekend. Summer Strandler, who had been due to join the cast, said that she had found out about it from a reading a news story online and that her agent had received an email. Appearing on Instagram Live, Strandler said she had been due to start rehearsals in June and that she had been for a wig fitting three days earlier for her role as the queen, which she was expected to play for one year. This is very dog shit. I don't know if this has to do with Andrew Lloyd Webber, like specifically, or like the casting company. I don't know who is involved, but whoever is in charge, it should be their role to put their cast members first. If you know you're going to close, they knew before they sent this out, they knew they're going to close several months before. If you know you're going to close, then why do more auditions? You know you're going to close. Do not hire more people. Bruh. Oh, but I've seen a lot of people didn't even find out from like their agents. They found out from like TikTok and Twitter. And I was like, no, that's bad. At least let them know. And I don't even think Carrie Fisher knew. Is it Carrie Fisher? Yeah. I don't even think she knew. I think she only found out through the internet. And she's busy mates with Andrew. Like he wrote that musical specifically for her. But to be fair, I don't think I would have wanted to see Cinderella, Andrew Lloyd Webber's version. Just because Cinderella has been done so many times as movies, as musicals. Come up with your own stuff, guys. I've seen it too many times and I don't really want to see another production of it. But whoever is senior up in deci- who makes all the big decisions should have made a proactive decision to not do auditions because they knew they were going to close. They should have let the cast know, cast and crew know earlier and say, we are closing. Obviously, they didn't do enough tail- uh, ticket sales to stay open, but surely it's the human decency to let someone know that they're not going to have a job anymore. Their show is no longer going to exist. That's your job as a manager to let the people know. Oh, anyway, a bit of anger there, but I am a theatre queen. So yeah. Okay, our second news article. Seven hours sleep is ideal is an ideal amount in middle age to old age study finds. The study of nearly 50,000 adults aged between 38 and 73 found that both too much and too little sleep were linked with worse cognitive performance and mental health, including anxiety and depression. A consistent amount of sleep also appeared to be beneficial. Professor Barbara, oh, how do we say this now? Definitely not that. I'm going to say say Sharkina. Uh, From Cambridge University's Department of Physiotherapy. Psychiatry. Said for every hour that you moved away from seven hours, you got worse. It's very clear that the processes that go on in our brain during sleep are very important for maintaining our mental and physical health. I do not get the seven hours. I should. I try to. But because I'm up stupid a bit early now. I probably don't get my seven hours. I, well, it's, it should be eight hours, shouldn't it? But obviously, when you're older, it's probably seven. But I don't get the enough sleep as I should. Like I woke, and what time did I go to bed last night? I think I went to bed at 12 last night. And I woke up at seven, ready to rock and roll, because seven now seems like sleeping into me because I wake up so fucking early. 
But it was really weird. It's like a natural body clock. I think when your body gets into a natural rhythm of sleep and they wake up, it can be a good thing or a bad thing. Like on days where I don't have lectures when I'm at uni and I don't have to get up until 11 and my body wakes me up at half eight because that's the time it just decides to wake up. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then I can't go back to sleep because I'm awake. And then sometimes I just, and that makes it 10 times worse when you've come in from a night out and you come in at like four o'clock and you're like, my body is going to wake me up at half eight and I'm going to kill it. And then sometimes it's great because you just wake up naturally and you're like, oh, I can start the day. I'm fresh, which I kind of did today. I went on my phone for a bit and then started some work. So it's a blessing and a curse. But I think even if you get too much sleep, like my brother's like, oh, I'm so tired. I was like, well, how long did you sleep before? He's like, oh, I slept from like 12 midnight till 12. I was like, you you have overslept by like four hours if you get eight hours sleep. Like you have overslept, you are overtired. And he's like, whatever. But I think it's really, really hard to find just a balance between too little and too much. Like, oh, it's just hard. And I just think it, it doesn't, well, that doesn't help. But I think, I feel like diet plays a part in this as well. Like I feel like if you have a good diet and you get a good sleep pattern, you're going to be more like energy. You're going to have more energy. You're going to want to do more stuff. If you don't have a good diet and you like oversleep and you're, you, either you oversleep or you don't get enough sleep, you're going to be lethargic. You're not going to want to do out. But I think finding the right amount of sleep is really, 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 really hard. But I praise anyone who gets regular eight hours sleep. I would like to know how you do it. And also, you know, we know what I'd love to do. Well, what I'd love to be able to do. I'd love to be able to meditate just because I can't do it. (laughs) When they say close your eyes and empty your mind. I don't know how you do that. Because when I close my eyes, I try and empty my mind. I'm like, okay, I get into the zone. I'm like, okay, empty mind. We're going blank. And then I'm like focusing on emptying my mind too much. So I can't empty it, if that makes sense. Like I'm telling myself, empty it. Come on, get rid of all the information. But like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't understand how you do it. Like even even if I went on a course to empty my mind, I don't think I'd understand. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I just, oh, I applaud anyone who can do it. And I'd love to be able to do yoga, but I'm not flexible enough for yoga. You know, you just need to be very zen. But one thing, I'd, I'd love to be able to do yoga. I'd also be able to knit and crochet like Tegan does. I'd love to be able to do that. And I'd like to drive as well as Leon can. What else would I like to be able to do? I'd like to be able to do the splits. I would love to be able to do that. Tegan's mum, Steph, big shout out to Steph here. She can do splits. Legend. I cannot. I just want to know how to do splits. Apparently, this is another shout out. This is a shout out to Jensen. He he can do the splits. He learned how to do it by stacking cushions. And when he got comfortable, he'd like take cushion offs, and then eventually he'd just get lower and lower and lower. So yeah, I just want to know how to do the splits. What else? I just think doing gymnastics would be cool. Now I'm just going on a little rant to myself. What else would I love to be able to do? I'd love to be a millionaire. I'd love to own a zoo. There's so much I want to do, and like just not enough time. Anyway, I think it's now time to move on to Agony Ann. I really thought this podcast was going to be a little bit longer. It's only 46 minutes. This is like normal time. The agony out this week is I am 43 years old. My wife believes that I am having an extra marital affair and it's not. Oh, wait, I've not even fucking introduced what Agony Aunt is. Uno reverse, Uno reverse. So, Agony Aunt, if you don't know what it is, you send in a, a query. Either we find them or you send them in and we will answer them the best we can. Uh, side note, we suggest do not take our advice. It's just what we would do in this situation or how we would go about it, our perspectives. So I'm going to try my best this week. Okay, anyway. So I am 43 years old. My wife believes that I am having an extramarital affair and, but it's not true. Every day she applies nail polish to my penis to check if I am being unfaithful. I feel a burning sensation and it hurts me. 
please help. So first one, first note. Um, this is not okay. <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna put myself in the perspective of the. I'm gonna take it a husband boyfriend. Yeah, husband. I would talk to your wife and be like, I am. Why would I cheat on you? If you are loyal and faithful to her and you love her. You would comfort her and be like, I am not cheating on you. Please stop putting nail polish on my penis. Um, But I think you need to have a conversation with your wife and be like, can we, you know, stop putting nail polish on my penis? Because that's just, that's a bit insane. That Why would you want to, ow, like, just a bit minging in it. Why would you want to put your partner through that torture? Nasty. Now I'm in the perspective of a wife. Again, have a conversation with your husband. Why do you think he is cheating on you? If it is that bad. You you surely would break up with him. If you if you fully believe he is having an affair, you would leave him you'd be like no I know you're having an affair I am leaving you you wouldn't carry on and be like I know you're having an affair so I'm gonna put nail polish on your penis what does it make sense oh and surely if the man showers that nail polish should maybe it won't come off I don't know but can you put can you even get it off I would like I wouldn't even suggest putting nail polish on your penis because it's acetone so that would burn I mean burn more than it already does stop doing that I don't know if you could call the police but like either you leave him or he's gonna leave you one way it's just not gonna work out and send help to you both but it's just gonna end in tears and I just don't understand some people are just not right god what a day actually there's a reply to this one because I got it from I don't remember. Oh, I got it from the Daily Mirror. They had like the top five weirdest agony ants. And the agony ant that, that replied was, it's very unusual piece of detective work. If you have no objection to the tattoo mark on your penis, ask your wife to find another substance that won't burn or convince it of your loyalty. You can count <laughs> pound for every time I said penis. <laughs> but, um, I just want to know what runs through some people's minds. Like it's stuff like this and thinking like if they had, they said on the radio the other day, like would they, ha- they had a question then people phoned in. They were like, would you be upset if your friends didn't like your Facebook page, like like a picture of your um a picture you put on Facebook of your kids, like immediately? Like, would you be upset? So people phoned in. They were like, "I have a friend like this. She thinks, oh, if you've not liked it, as soon as you see it, then you are unloyal. You are not her friend. You don't like my kids." And then another woman was like, "Yeah, I do this," and thinking like, "I just ignore them if they've not done it." And I'm like, "Oh, I just." don't understand but yeah i'm happy to wrap this up now because i'm pretty sure i've talked about everything i want to talk about i hope it's long enough i swear he's gonna end up cutting it down anyway i swear to god if it's 20 minutes i will kick off leon be afraid anyway if you've enjoyed this you can support us on patreon for as little as a pound or a dollar 40 it may change because of exposure rates something like that but yeah you can also go follow twitter at gtnalt podcast i'm pretty sure that's run by leon and tegan and you can also follow the TikTok, which is GTNALT underscore podcast, which I run. I've not posted in a couple of days, so I will post on there. But you can go watch all the other ones that we that I've posted in their absolute hoot of time. But yeah, you can also follow us on Twitter, which is in the description bio. And we also got YouTube. Can't remember the name of it. It's probably in the bio somewhere. But yeah, next week it is Leon's. Is it next week? Hold on. I'm pretty sure it is. Yes, it's next week is Leon's Eurovision party. So not entirely sure what's happening there. I won't be here definitely because I'm going to the theatre beforehand with my mother because she's singing in the rain, so I will not be here. Whether Leon and Tegan will do a podcast or we'll just leave it for a week. But yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep you posted. If you want to see what we get up to next weekend, you can also go look at the TikTok because I'm sure there'll be TikToks on there that uh, us at Eurovision or very, very drunk. Anyway, well, I say all of us be mean to you, very, very drunk. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed this week. Please stick around. Goodbye. Wow, first solo. Wow. Oh, fucking hell. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.